<laughs> Hello. Welcome back, if you're there. I'm sitting here with Mr. Jeremy Anderson and Ryan Simpson. Hello, boys. Hi, Cody. <laughs> Hi, Cody. <laughs> How you doing? Good. Hell How are yeah. you doing? Thanks for coming. I'm thanks, good. thanks for having us. Hell yeah. Is this thing on? It's on this time. Yeah. It's filming us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Should I take my hat off? I'm going to leave it on. Probably looks all right. You're definitely going to want to leave it on. Where should I put my hands? Uh, whatever's most comfortable. Put it on the mic. You want to yeah, grab it really Yeah, we're going to hold the really mic tight. the whole time. There you go. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> Just enclose it. Like, does it sound any different? <laughs> yes. So as you may know, they are part of Sun Shrine and Goldbird Recordings. Yes. So what the hell is that? We got a... We got a a label we put out wow <laughs> sorry three to put you on the things, spot four things we put out three or four things now in very nice. limited amounts some really crappy tapes that don't sound good um that's just the first that's just the beginning though yeah um, was the tape the first thing i think it was it was a split yeah. a condor and jaybird and golden fleece split yeah my tape duplicator broke halfway like, through partway through so all the tapes just sound no. like no. trash we Damn. did give them away though, which yeah. is. And I still have a pile of them at my house. We did not give all of them away. <laughs> talking about cassettes, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, how much quality can you get out of a cassette with like? It can sound pretty, pretty damn good. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So like most most cassettes will be like, compared to like CD quality, like between like a seven and eight, yeah. you know, ten being like the CD quality. These right. are definitely like a three. Okay. Or <laughs> they get a little bit you know? <laughs> that just adds to it it's more unique that's what we told people yeah. <laughs> we were like this you're not gonna find quality like this <laughs> you're not gonna believe this you're not gonna find quality like this we did not tell them that that's because they're so bad <laughs> i guess we put out the first sunshine album mm -hmm. trapped in flowers which we did what like 20 copies of like yeah. a diy cd like just very, cardboard covers very exclusive very was. exclusive in fact we sold out our first show i bet as sunshine and what was next oh connor's album yeah actually. oh yeah yeah. Connor's, yeah yeah connor's thing i i helped him record that and mixed it and all that so nice. that was fun nice just a little nice mind mirror and that's really it mm -hmm. aside from the new sunshine album new sunshine record the new condor record's gonna come out on goldbird yeah, just a little up and starter starter project type of thing. So you basically handle the release of the whole thing. Do you handle the whole recording of everything, every project too? Uh, mostly Ryan does actually. He's got a studio in his basement um, that's like pretty, pretty nice, pretty accessible. Um, I know Connor did his record there, and pretty much everything's been done there. Um, I don't from Mind Mirror. Yeah, Mind Mirror recorded with Pat at Future Apple Tree. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah. Shout out to yeah, Pat. pretty much everything else I've just recorded in my basement. Nice. What guy? What guy? You started into recording music and stuff. Um, I don't know. I got like a little cheap, uh, like a Fostex. It's like a four-track digital recorder. When I was probably like fourteen, mm -hmm. and just started recording goofy songs by myself. Hell yeah! And I then feel like, I feel worked like up like to different gear, and then. Nice. Yeah, that. a lot of the time stuff like this kind of happens out of necessity, you know, True. like yeah. you want to demo something or like just like make a crappy recording and then you do one or two and you're like, that doesn't sound that bad. 
Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If I got a better mic, then I could make it sound a little better. And yeah. then eventually you're like, I feel like people could hear this and not know that it was done in a basement. <laughs> yeah. And then you start recording music, I guess. Yeah. I've had a lot of people that come in here say that, like, they started doing what they do out of necessity. It's mm-hmm. so like, well, I wanted to do this and no one was doing it. So yeah, I guess same I with had putting to do out it. our records. You know, putting yeah. out our own records, funding it ourselves, and all that. Hell yeah. It's like you, some people try to wait around for a label, and like in 2019, you don't have to do that. Yeah, it's kind of right. a lot of times it can be bad for you. In yeah, if you wait around, it's horrible, like, especially if people are spending a lot of money going into a studio or something like that. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, why wait around? You can easily just go online and find a lot of places to get vinyl pressed and get CDs made and make your own tapes or make your own CDs, whatever the hell you want to do. Right, yeah, right. and so like. I mean, you do the math on it, and you're probably gonna spend at least four hundred bucks at a studio, mm. you know. But you're paying for the engineer, you're paying for all the gear there. Um, you can learn pretty much anything on YouTube with enough time on your hands to do trial and error stuff. So take that four hundred bucks, buy a nice preamp and a decent mic, and I mean, you don't need much much else. I don't think anyway. At least to get started. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Hell yeah. Are you guys, uh, as Goldberg, would you guys, are you thinking about or have you taken any other artists on other than like? I think eventually we will. I think after this next Condor release, it'd be nice to kind of seek out putting out someone else's music who's not in all the bands that are associated with it so far. I think far. the hard part's getting like a pool of cash, you know? Because um, right now it's it's so small and it's just our music that we're still in the building up right, process. Right. But I think like once you get enough cash, then you can be like, oh, that's going to do really well. We want to put that out. And then you have the money to be like, this is what we can offer you as opposed to like, right, right. well, we could put it out, but uh, we can only make half the records you want. And, uh, you know, and that's kind of how it is for our records right yeah. now. but. <laughs> You guys have just done cassettes, or do you do CDs? Well, you did we done CDs, Condor, and then right? we did vinyl for the most recent Golden Fleece re- release. Nice. And the Condor record will be on vinyl, too. Nice. Yeah. That's kind of how the build-up happens. It was like cassettes, and then we took that money, what little money there was, and then we put on that festival, Bird Fest, um, a couple Junes ago. Took that money, put it back into you know the band and it just keeps coming back a little bit more each time you know yeah, how those yeah. those things tend to happen nice. and so hopefully we can like get to a pool place where we can know that if we put in x amount of dollars then we'll get this back to help grow the label grow more bands you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah just kind of keep reinvesting instead of getting paid right. i don't think i've ever gotten paid from any band I've ever been in or yeah. a venture of that right. like it just you gotta put it back into it you know Definitely. eventually maybe someday I'll make like 20 bucks you know right. occasionally we'll right. be able to get like food in a hotel on the road but that's basically it it's like if we get some food that's really cool this, right. is, <laughs> right. this is a phrase I invented and I'm the only person I know who says it but uh, the journey really is the destination wow I've guys <laughs> Man, that's really <laughs> that's pretty cut deep that out here, as a man. highlight. That'll be a highlight there. Yeah. 
Maybe on the highlight page. Yeah, the YouTube <laughs> highlight page yet. <laughs> we have started yet. <laughs> yeah, that's a TM. Uh, that's a Jeremy TM. Um, please so don't huge, say that. Uh, a huge DIY element. I mean, obviously, I know that with you guys, but that's pretty cool. I mean, the whole from, from the ground up type, like you said, cassettes to CD to vinyl. Is that expensive? Vinyl. Vinyl. Yeah, yeah, it's very. It really is expensive. It's very expensive. Yeah, and like it gets cheaper the more you order, but still, it's it's super expensive. Right. Um. But yeah, I think that's kind of the only way to do it nowadays. You know, is to just like either do it yourself and like start trying to build what it is you want, or like tread water for ten years, hoping that what you want to happen will happen by chance you know yeah. and i just don't think that's that realistic anymore definitely not you can, no do, you can do everything yourself now yeah you don't need you don't need anyone really except for like your friends and your bandmates and stuff and people who are like going for the same thing right yeah it's about how you know like who you know you know it's like how we got on this podcast. It's like I knew Cody from back in the day. He's the plug. So like I hit him up. I was like, "Hey man, between you and me and our network that we have here, yes. what about a plug for the sh- for the?" Ba- I was like, "Of course, of course." Please. I slid him a twenty, and that. Yeah, I don't think I've gotten paid once from doing the podcast either. But you know, maybe like. 10 years i'll get 20 dollars yeah yeah exactly some free taco bell yeah Yeah. find some some local business that wants to uh get a shout out you know right (laughs) i mean sometimes the guests bring me drugs well that's that's fine or whatever that's pretty much the whole thing that's That's the whole scheme that's why i'm here boys (laughs) so what do you got for me a couple cigarettes man (laughs) uh, speaking like just knowing people like within the i guess community music community dream milk that artwork is crazy yes who, who did that um i found that on the public domain oh okay i typed oh. in satan and got about like seven images and that was one of them okay I got there's you. like one version of it that was like half drawn i don't know where or who it came from i uh i'd have to relook it up and find who the artist was but some crazy yeah, stuff the, on the internet for free. Yeah, the public <laughs> domain yeah, is crazy. pretty amazing. I've, I've found a lot of stuff on the public domain. Like, So now that you guys are using it, f- uh, or at least the likeness of it as a cover, uh, I mean, that it's not like you had to buy. No, no. I just had the only thing you have to do when you use that is, is cite the, oh, like, okay. whoever, like, has possession of it, which is, like, the National Gallery of Art in Washington most gotcha. of the time has, like, the rights to the public domain images and all that stuff and now it has sunshine dream milk on there so yeah. if someone tries to do that you can be like i'm suing you now we <laughs> we cop we copyrighted that so. yeah we re-copyrighted <laughs> yeah so i'll need that 20 back if you want to show that on the show <laughs> I, i've never really been like bitten in the ass for using public domain images i don't really i've never i don't like there could be an issue with it i have no clue honestly well, public domain shit, like it's man. public domain that means i could use it for whatever well yeah like uh, it's like row 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 your boat on kenny versus spenny right yeah it's public domain public domain public domain there's lots of good resources out there for people like even if you're just starting out and need like hey i can't even hire someone you know you could be like oh shit i know there's something good on public domain seriously yeah. 
Yeah. I can go on Fiverr.com. Fiverr. <laughs> oh, yeah, Fiverr, I, yeah. I was looking into that earlier this year because I wanted to, uh, like, get some album art for my next project. And it was so funny, like, I messaged this page on Instagram. I mean, Fiverr, I was looking into that, but uh, I messaged this page on Instagram first. Uh, and they did, like, I don't know, what do you call it, digital collage work. Mm-hmm. Um, they're like, we don't do commissions. But then, like, two weeks later, this dude added me. Or follow me on Instagram and something in his profile said something about commissions. He did the same thing. Cool. It was like just like that. I had some album art. That's what we did the for the Golden Fleece album. Okay. I found some collage artist on Instagram nice. that I really liked one of his pieces and just like hit him up and asked what he'd charge for me to use it as an album cover. Nice. Like shot me a price and then it's pretty much like I'd, I could only use it for the album art. I couldn't put it on T-shirts or anything, or else I'd have to like pay more. Right. Was like right. making more money from it, but. I went ahead and just like sent him a record when they came in. Oh, He's from the UK, so. I yeah. wanted to ask you, where'd you get the name Golden Fleece? Um, I was looking up like, just like mythology one day on the computer, and just like looking into random like Greek mythology and all that stuff, and came up upon that story, and it's like, that sounds cool, yeah. you know. Like, no, it didn't. didn't it start? That was like a solo project you had for the longest time, wasn't it? Yeah, for like three or four years. You just, just like, like wanted a name to release stuff and just recorded everything myself in my mom's basement and then put it out there. And then was in some other bands and then moved around and slept on couches for a while and then ended up back in Peoria and met some people and formed a band. Hell yeah. Man, so what made you guys... What made the three of you guys start Goldberg Recordings? Like, why you three? You just, like, all had that idea to do your own releases? Like, as opposed to, like, you know... <laughs> we both look at each other with confusion. So like, you, how did You answer this one. Well, like, as opposed to, like, Connor being involved, too, or whatever. Like, specifically, like, you and Bryson. Well, Connor has been involved in a lot of ways, too. He's yeah. helped us out quite a bit with, like, Birdfest and all kinds of stuff. He's yeah, always... Yeah super helpful but I think I don't know because I, I think it was around the time we had started Sunshine which used to be Golden Jaybird is what we went by uh, whenever it was like a collaborative kind of thing where we were trying to like draw from both names but I don't know it was kind of in, kind of inspired by Polygon Wanaland I think yeah King Gizzard and the Lizard Wizard are you familiar with them I know of them because they, of you they <laughs> put out an album that was completely free like free as in you can you download the master tracks and you can get vinyl made you can get cds made you can sell them like so there's like over 200 different versions of that album out there on vinyl and all kinds of stuff because you can do whatever and in their disclaimer for it they said like start a label hire your friends like oh wow have at it like do whatever the fuck you want with this and it was in the midst of releasing like five albums within one year and it was probably their best yeah. record from that year. They were just like giving away. And they away felt kind of bad. They were like, "Oh, we're releasing all this record. Like forty bucks. Here you go. You gotta like buy this and buy another record. Like within one year." So they were just like, "We're just gonna give this away for free and like really for free. Like do whatever Damn. the hell you want with it." Yeah. So we were like, yeah. "We were like, oh, we should put it out and like start our own label." Yeah. But then we just ended up starting a label and not doing anything with the King Gizzard album. Right. It was right. like, it was just really inspiring seeing someone do that and be so like caring to their fans. Yeah, yeah. And I guess I guess the label sort of came about kind of haphazardly, too. Um, kind of like how the whole band came together was this really, like, improvised, weird thing where, like, um, yeah, we had... Condor had put out 
the power and that other record god wants and we were kind of in a lull um but still like really fired up to like keep keep doing stuff or at least me and bryson were Mm -hmm. and uh yeah we we pretty much just started like going to peoria to jam and just hang out and eat shitty food and play skate and hang out um and then we started like recording the stuff we would improv on and then like yeah so like the band kind of just like sort of happened we didn't have a name or anything then the shows just kind of started happening and then it was like well we're kind of here and you have a band and we have a band and like nobody to put out our records so we might as well just like make this thing that can put them out ourselves you know and um i kind of feel like this whole experience with sunshine and goldbird has been like a really like just like things falling into place if it works do it type of mentality Mm -hmm. and um yeah it the the forming the label kind of seemed a lot more natural than it did like something super active you know it was like they had a record coming out and we had one we were working on and we were like let's like just start building something i guess you know yeah and uh it just so happened that like me ryan and bryson were in the room coming up with the idea (laughs) like it's not like you know it's I, i i think they'd both agree that it's not like a that person you guys are all huddled together I don't tell those other yeah. sounds super yeah. organic we all, yeah, all kind of have part in it like all of Condor and Jaybird and like the guys in the Golden Fleece like they all help out with stuff too you know mm-hmm. it's not really like an exclusive kind of thing it's just kind of like Jeremy and Bryson and I are kind of the the people that keep it going yeah. we're the ones that like kind of started it and it's kind of like anything else where it's like there's work to be done and like the people who do the work are the ones who are doing the work you know it's yeah. like um it's there's there's no exclusion really it's just like well this is what we're trying to do you know nobody's out if you want to help cool hell yeah yeah nice so jeremy how did you get started in the music how did I get started into music? Um, I got asked to sing in a really bad band in middle school. Um, and I did, and it was terrible. And then um, me and Bryson started a grindcore band uh, with some friends when I was like 15, 16. And it just sort of like happened out of a friend group i yeah. guess we were like well, we're all hanging out we all like really bad metal let's let's just make some music so you've known bryson forever I was about mm-hmm. to say that. yeah me and bryson have been friends since middle school sixth grade he'd show up to school wearing his hawaiian shirt he's a hawaiian <laughs> shirt wearing guy i'd be in my cargo shorts yeah. and my bam margera Element T-shirt, hardogram T-shirt. Ah, <laughs> uh, those were the days. This were yeah. that that you remember the one, the foil, purple foil hardogram one on the black shirt. I think I had that shirt. That's such a cool shirt. We've been great I had friends. A, like a pink hardogram skateboard deck. Yep, yeah. I was a huge 
I did not skateboard, but I did watch a lot of Jackass. Oh, yeah. know, that was that was my era. Me and Connor have bonded on that many times, many times. Oh yes, it's the era. That's how I got started in the music, which just like <sighs> hanging out with friends who all played music, and you just like start playing what we were playing at first. Uh, we were playing Waking the Cadaver riffs. You guys nice. remember that band? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Just like playing crappy uh, Waking the Cadaver riffs, and then somebody starts, I've got an idea for something. And it just sort of happens like that. Now, when you uh, started singing in that one band, were you already playing guitar at the time? No, no. Okay. I think I was 13 when I joined that band, and then the band was really bad, and I remember being smart enough to know that it was bad <laughs> like, being like looking at my bandmates like ah, I, I, you're not good but also i don't know how to play guitar um and then yeah i, st- I think i started taking lessons shortly after that like yeah. 14 yeah i hadn't uh, actually done anything in like the psychedelic or like whatever alternative route it was strictly metal and like deathcore up until i was about i think i was 20 um after taking more drugs and it was the dmt took its toll (laughs) once i got that my hands on that deemsters it really unlocked it sort of a vortex in my mind (laughs) (laughs) definitely joe rogan came to him in a dream joe rogan visited me in a dream he was half joe rogan half white stag (laughs) (laughs) and then he he had a big jar of psychedelic tunage that he just started pouring into my third eye <laughs> and ever since it's right in these babies <laughs> same thing happened to me Joe Rogan, stag, I, know. I call him jogan but that's just <laughs> jogan. That's, that's between me and him yeah. <laughs> like, so, uh, you want to understand wayne's world 2 where he has a dream of jim morrison <laughs> and he goes to see that dude out in england it's like, wait, was it Jim Morrison in your dream? Was <laughs> <laughs> it Joe Rogan in your dream? Was it Joe Rogan in your dream? He asked if you were triggered, and then he force-fed you two eights of mushrooms. <laughs> called me a snowflake and stuffed some mushrooms in my mouth. <laughs> I said, I can't believe you're here, Joe Rogan. He said, that's crazy, bro. Have you ever tried DMT? <laughs> Man. Well, it sounds like a, a lot of... Uh, I guess it is with a lot of people, but with you guys, for sure, like most of like the coming together to make music and how you ended up playing music together, Goldbird, and, uh, it sounds really organic. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Just like it happens as it's happening. Mm-hmm. So like you said falling into place that's pretty cool most of the stuff i do where i try and control or like have a super intense schedule or plan tends to go to shit i think most of the time um or it turns out the opposite of how i wanted it to it's still on schedule but it's like this is (laughs) no way what i imagine um so like yeah, that's I think I think that's a lot that's something that's different about this new record too. Um is that 
it all just sort of like fell into place from songs that we'd had for a while um conceptually like the the concept of dream milk just sort of came about you know um and then like the whole theme of the record has really just like been this evolving shape that we're all just like it's milky man (laughs) it was very milky yeah man so ryan how did you get started in music um i used to go down to this kid's house who lived down the street from me where i grew up in missouri and he had like guitars and drums and stuff and i was like eight years old or something and he taught me how to play some stuff on guitar and then my parents got me a guitar for christmas like i think that year when i was eight and then i started taking lessons uh from a guy who lived in a little log cabin in the middle of the woods really like taught banjo and mandolin and stuff and uh down yeah, here in Missouri. Sounds a little fucked up right now. <laughs> we <laughs> sip on Daddy's moonshine. Then he, then he said, "Come out to the woods, and I'll show you the real trick to how to play these little these licks." <laughs> yeah, I was thinking, someone in the woods. How did you guys even get a hold of him? Was uh, it a real person or was it <laughs> Satan out there <laughs> sipping moonshine? It was probably like an. I think it was like an ad or something like that. I don't know how my parents found him, but. Uh, yeah, I just kind of started playing guitar, and I didn't join a band until I was, like, 21 or something like that. Where I grew up, it wasn't really conducive to, like, DIY bands or anything. Yeah. It's like, a, I grew up in Lake of the Ozarks, which is, like, a tourist town. Yeah. So there's, like, a lot of extremely talented musicians there, but the market is really for, like, cover bands mm. to go around and play, like, four-hour sets and stuff like that, mm. which is cool that a lot of people can, like, make a living off that but that was never been for me like doing cover sets and stuff i'd rather like put energy into like writing music and playing my own music and all that stuff i was gonna ask is was it earlier than that you said 21 that you found yourself like creating your own songs yeah that's whenever i moved away from there oh okay (laughs) (laughs) and uh i moved to peoria that's where my mom was living at the time and then started hanging out with some people up here actually um and then uh, I met my friend Sarah, and her and I just did this, like, two-piece acoustic folk group. Okay. We, like, quit our jobs and went on a tour out east and slept in a two-door car in parking lots and roamed around and then came back and had no money and had to figure something else out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Probably was it a good experience, though. Oh, yeah, it was awesome. It was yeah. the best. How how far did you go? Like all the way up to the coast? Uh, went out to I think Erie, Pennsylvania was the furthest east we went on that run, but we just like put together some random coffee shop shows, like put in our two weeks, and then started sending emails Damn. for two weeks later, and then mm. just like put all our stuff in a two door. I think it was like a Cavalier or something like that. Very small. And then yeah, very very small. And slept in that in parking lots and couldn't even lean the seats back. So we're just like sitting up trying to sleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> this one's called. The worst. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like slept at campgrounds and she, I remember she had like a like an army tent. It was one of those that you like put a string between two trees, oh, yeah. <laughs> like that style. And we're like trying to sleep in that. That was horrible. I met some weird, weird people. You like. Stayed at this tiny little baby hotel one night, and the dude saying next to us apparently was on trial for some kind of murder or something like that. And, 
yeah, he was just like staying there. Well, because he was like out on bail, which makes no sense to someone who's like being charged with murder or something like that or on trial for murder. It was weird. It was so weird. Yeah. Yeah. I think she she got kind of, Sarah got kind of weirded out because I gave him a ride down to the show. I think like I went up to grab something from the hotel and then like, uh, yeah, he was like, asked him what he was doing. I was like, oh, come watch this place of music. Hop in the car. (laughs) 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 Kind of weird. But yeah, that was, that was an interesting trip. Pretty depressing coming back, but. So where do you, where are you located now? I'm in Peoria. Okay, still. Yeah, that's where the the Golden Fleece is from. Right. We're all out of there. And then I just kind of, we commute back and forth and text and. We make it work. Yeah, we make it work. We (laughs) FaceTime when we can. We do. We do what we can with what we got. (laughs) It's all you can ask for. (laughs) Living the dream. Yes. Right. Now, uh, do you do a lot of the booking yourself then for the band, Golden Fleece? Uh, Yeah, yeah, I do pretty much all the booking. I mean, most of the time we get hit up about shows, but whenever it comes to touring and stuff like that, I'm usually the one that, that books it. This most recent one, Paige helped out a lot. Uh, yellow UFO is, okay. is her thing. Um, she helped us out a lot with this recent one uh, that we went on in March, which I guess isn't that recent, but time's flying. Feels baby. like yesterday. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, most of the time we just get hit up for shows. People ask us if we want to play something, and then we get filled up. Usually, like if it's not a tour, I don't really put much effort in like trying to book shows for us or anything, like right. hitting places up or anything. Right, right. Do you guys find you're being asked? Do you even have to try to like set up a show, as separate bands or as Sunshine? Is it not, just like, not unless we like hey, we got want to. There. Like if we have like some one of our friends coming through that needs a show, yeah. or like some band will randomly hit us up and say, "Hey, we're coming through, and can you guys help set up a show nice. or something?" And if we can't help them set it up on that date, we'll find somebody who can. Right. But yeah, most of the time. With the fleece, I think, and Condor and Sunshine, we just get asked to play shows, so we don't really have to put much effort in. I know at the beginning we had to like put ourselves out there like oh, quite yeah. a lot, yeah, and then asking to get on bills and stuff, yeah. and like, yeah, yeah. hey, come get on the show, Nielsen even though no one knows who we are. We don't need any money, man. We just need. <laughs> just need a we want to get paid in exposure, okay? We Oh, exposure, you say? Well, we got, <laughs> plenty, got of plenty of shit. That'll fill my belly. <laughs> Man. We expect 20 people to be there. So uh, that means we'll get 50 exposures. <laughs> uh, I want to ask about Dream Milk, because I haven't listened to it yet. He, mm-hmm. He's the only one that heard it in this household. Uh, is this something you guys have been thinking about, like conceptualizing for a while as a project as a whole? Or is this another thing that just kind of rolled up together? I mean, is this like your baby? How long have How long have we been working baby? on this record? We recorded it last year. We were, we tracked it. I think in like no, because the fleece record we recorded in December, so it must have been like or maybe November. I forget when we recorded the fleece record, but it was after we recorded the fleece record. I think it was still but winter time. It was definitely winter. I think it was like late December, January, January or something, or something. Like that. but we tracked it and then scrapped uh, it. Yeah, I got super lazy about I was mixing. Say, sitting on it for a while. Yeah, we've been sitting on it for quite a while. Well, we like listened to what we had done and I was like 
I hate this. Like, this is not, not the vibe, dude. And then um, I kind of tinkered at it for months, just like randomly sitting with it, doing some mixing, and then like get distracted and all that. And then we were all kind of like, hey, we should probably put out that album. Yeah. <laughs> like, so then I kind of like worked a little harder on mixing it and then sent stuff back and forth to them and until we had like some good mixes. As far as it being our baby, um, in a way, I think that's kind of true. Um, cause our first record was not our baby. Right. Um, okay. it, it, that when we started jamming together, um, we had like a year's worth of random improv recordings that had just accumulated and it was it was a quite a bit of material yeah we could probably put out a couple more albums from all that honestly a lot of stuff and we'd just like find little bits like a few of the songs we'd find little bits that sounded like a song Mm -hmm. and then we'd just write lyrics and overdub lyrics on top of it and then it just became a song on top of an improv that's Damn. pretty much what that whole first record was, was okay. just like improv stuff that we were like, eh, yeah, there's not, here, there's not a single song there. on that album that was written. So this is more think. Trapped in Flowers. Oh yeah, we Trapped wrote in Flowers, like the title track. That yeah. was one that we had kind of put together. On but... the spot for the record though. Like <laughs> yeah. we were like, we're going to do this. Well, let's write a song. And then we yeah. like wrote it, put that record out. We sat down literally for like a night and chopped stuff. Then the yeah. next day we overdubbed. And then it was like later that week we had the sh- release show. So it was all like really impromptu. Like, Oh, well, this, this, and, and this printed 20 CDs of it. Yeah. Like... And so as far as this record goes, this is our first record that we've first child. Yeah, that we've like Legitimate. written songs for, written Calculated. lyrics for, you know. Yeah, and like really, really kind of labored over the songs to mm-hmm. get them right. There's not a lot of like overdubs on it either. It's not mm-hmm. really overly complicated or anything. It's, it's pretty definitely like down. the most like song, songy song driven thing that I've ever done, even mm-hmm. like away from the fleece. Because we too. get fleece songs kind of get jammy, not really in like a jam band, Grateful Dead way or anything like yeah. that, but like. It's not really your common structure of a song. Not that the Sunshine ones are like completely not like verse, chorus, verse, chorus. But there's uh, some poppy some stuff are, on there though, in a way that I don't think either of us had had ever really approached a song. Yeah, kind of taming before. it down, being softer, not trying to put a bunch of like crazy guitar solos or like intricate like right. musicianship in. Just kind of like this but, is what the song needs. Like, okay, it doesn't need anything on top of it. That's fine. Letting the song breathe, speak for itself a little bit. So in a way, I guess I could, it kind of is our baby. It's our first, like, well, this is what we came up with instead of like, well, this is what we have. We recorded it in two days. Yeah, we did. Two full days. But had a lot of fun experimenting and recording this one, too. Mm -hmm. Different miking techniques and weird, dumb stuff. Yeah, weird, dumb stuff. (laughs) One song I sang into a megaphone that was going into a condenser mic that was then going through like this preamp, then going out to a pig nose amp, one of those little baby ones, you know? Wow. And uh, then had a condenser on that. And that's like <laughs> how we got like the megaphone vocal effect, which I could have just used like a <laughs> on preset megaphone. on like an EQ plugin or something <laughs> like that. Or like, no, let's do it like this. That's cool. That's significant. It sounds like a significant project. I think it was, it was really fun. Uh, I think that comes through in the record. It's just like us just like goofing around. Um, we just finished up, uh, I was talking to you about this earlier, but we just finished up that uh, 
uh, a short film for each individual song that that spans the whole record and i think thematically it's it's pretty close to what the record is which is just like us on the spot just coming up with goofy ideas and then doing them and you know it kind of turned into a story though yeah like the video did well just like the record did right yeah exactly the record came about in a a organic way it was all goofy and like fun and then like that's kind of like circles back around to like how i'm feeling about trying to plan stuff out and like control it versus like just letting it be what it is and i think you get something that's a lot more authentic and like interesting when you don't do that and you don't get let down yeah exactly if you make plans or you try to have like some kind of like goal some like end goal for anything like you're just gonna get let down if it doesn't go the way you planned it right you just kind of like go with the flow alleviate expectation then it's just like everything's and no one else is let down you know yeah someone's like hey you want to go like this Chinese restaurant two weeks with me at this time <laughs> and then something happens and you don't like they're going to be let down so or like, you go know. there and it's Hit like crappy you know yeah <laughs> and it sucks but and like day of poisoning like puke all over your mom's plants and shit <laughs> your pants you know hey, like poop your pants. Ten, <laughs> nine out of ten times you try and plan something out you're gonna you're gonna poop your pants <laughs> that's also a phrase that I'm TM saying I, I invented that too I hope you guys are keeping notes yeah <laughs> No <laughs> so after this record what's next are you gonna do anything with like the previous shit you had before like messing around or do you think you're gonna it'd be fun like those jams that we had before yeah. it'd be fun to break into know. those yeah it would be kind of fun awesome in there i don't know yeah. yeah maybe i think we're playing a tour maybe it's it's all tentative like there's been no concrete things but maybe go down south in december when it's cold yeah i want to get away mm-hmm. so uh, at least a couple times whenever it gets really cold kind yeah of like get out of that winter depression yeah yeah our buddy andrew just moved down to atlanta so it'd be cool to go spend like two days down there just like playing shows and dicking around oh yeah it'd be fun yeah but uh as far as like more music is concerned i don't know playing it by i don't have any plans i have like a couple songs that I thought it would be cool for another thing. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you do too. Yeah. But we haven't talked anything about Mm-mm. in the, the future. Yeah. Maybe we'll break up like after these release shows. <laughs> well, I was, I was gonna... just thinking it, we, it's kind of pointless asking because it's so like like asking about the future of or what do you got planned next because it's like it's so organic you know seeming or sounding and all that stuff together. we just said about not yeah. wanting to plan right. stuff yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what have you planned it? next well, let me give you an exclusive for your show uh we're breaking up right now yeah and i'm quitting <laughs> actually i'm kicking him out and then yeah, i'm yeah. quitting right now so yeah bryson's gonna have to carry that torch bryson's gonna have to write the next one and then yeah. ask me to come back and i might such an honor for you guys to do that here put in the headline sunshine <laughs> meltdown what's your plan with the uh what's your future plan for the uh uh, that visual album you're gonna just release it on uh, youtube or yeah I there's a little so. bit of in the air debate about how we want to do it um my opinion is that we should 
because it really does play like a little series you know like each episode is like a series i thought it would be cool to do like two episodes a day for like four days in a row like release one in the morning one in the Damn, afternoon man. one in the morning one in the afternoon like and just that. like tentatively like four days and then like put out the whole thing on youtube as a whole mm-hmm. uh but i was talking to bryson this morning he's like dude can't stop thinking about just like putting the whole thing out at once and just making people watch 20 minutes and i was like right i see that that long amount of time it's not it's really not i think it'd be cool to put it all out at once Mm -hmm. but uh, on the other hand i don't really give a shit yeah like it was as long as the whole thing gets out there at some point i really don't care yeah like what if you put it out at once like as one full video and then release like the separate parts of it as well like yeah we could do it all at once just like separate clips if people wanted to watch like something separate not fast forward Mm -hmm. did was there much uh damn back to the planning shit uh (laughs) i mean when coming together to do the visual itself i don't know how much you want to give away about it but uh did you have anything written out any kind of concept for the video we had two concepts going into the video dress like cowboys and milk okay uh, yes and those yeah it was it was you 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 texted me you said <laughs> and you like labeled it as like one <laughs> we dress as cowboys and go walk through some fields <laughs> two we wear suits and drink milk <laughs> <laughs> and that is kind of what we did we didn't wear suits but i was apprehensive because i thought we were, he, he'd wanted to do two music videos in one day and i'm just like oh no there's no way we could do two music right. videos in one day how are we gonna do that and then uh we just went out and started shooting dressed as cowboys and then uh ended up with like over well over 20 minutes worth of like usable footage right okay and i'd already made a music video for the title track like at the beginning of the summer so we just like plopped that in there but yeah it's kind of about it we didn't plan anything while filming it we just kind of shot stuff that we thought would be funny like out in cornfields and stuff but it kind of turned out being Dramatic. bryson as a as a cow and it kind of foreshadows like his death at the beginning. Okay. Don't give too much away now. Oh, wow. <laughs> People will see it. Who gives a shit? <laughs> <laughs> then, uh, then it's kind of his 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 dream milk of him being a human and not having to be a cow anymore, mm-hmm. roaming around and having fun doing drugs and stuff. Right. Drinking right. milk. Drinking milk, right. uh, of course. What does any producing well, milk? What anybody yeah. wants in the world? They don't, they want to drink the milk. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, they don't want to drink milk. their own milk. Their stomachs can't handle it. Were they cannibals? Four stomachs. Cows got four <laughs> stomachs, three stomachs. Not enough. Eight. Not enough for all that milk. They can't. They can't handle it. Cows Eight. don't get to dream. <laughs> <laughs> Cows don't get to dream. Yes. Just the givers. Wow. Cow, one per udder. I heard. Wow. That's where the milk came from. That sounds like. Perutter. Yeah, what's that? Let's just Google that word. What's perutter? That's your next album title. Yeah, that's our next album. There we go. That's Paul Rudd's brother. <laughs> oh, he's my perutter. Oh, perutter over there? I call him Pa. Wow, that's uh, that's beautiful. It really is. It really is. We've I've. I mean, between, like, editing last night and, like, today, I've probably watched it, like, five or six <laughs> times, and it gets the job done. It's 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 really... I think it's hilarious. you have a date you guys are going to release that? Or are you going to put it out the same? Or? I don't know. What, the Vision video? Videos. I don't know, because I think the album's going to hit Spotify, like, October 6th or later, or something like that. 
Bryson's taking care of that. It'd be cool to but, have it like leading up to the. Yeah, if we did, if we did your idea of like doing the separate clips, I think it would work out good. Like leading up to the full album, like maybe the full thing gets dropped like on the day that it right. hits Spotify and all that stuff. Oh hell yeah! But I kind of want the CD mm -hmm. to to do well. Um, and it sounds better on CD than streaming, like most things do. Right. Yeah. right. So if you've made it this far, <laughs> please come to our show and buy our CD. Please, this God Friday, nine twenty-seven, September twenty-seventh, Roz talks, mm. eight p.m. Mm. Come by the record. It's my birthday that day. Ryan's birthday. No, I guess his birthday. Yeah. yeah, you gotta come say happy birthday. You gotta pay to see him. I won't come outside the whole night. <laughs> <His niggas laughs> birthday we're hiding him inside. Yeah. You gotta come find him. Oh yeah, and then you got another one in Peoria. Yep. Yeah, the next day, nine twenty-eight. <laughs> At the portal, back and forth. I'm doing play today and play today here tomorrow. I play again with Darsombra in Peoria, and then I come back up and do the Sunshine, and then go back to Peoria. Jesus, bow, 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 bow. Gas money. You guys just need to move up here. Hey, yeah, there's know. an idea. <laughs> well, <that's laughs> Every, everyone <laughs> keeps saying that. Well, they all keep saying. <laughs> um, one more question about your future plans that you haven't made. Uh, <laughs> yeah, get it up, everybody. The guys who don't plan a damn thing yeah. come up with awesome shit. We don't even know how we got here. Like, yeah. You guys we just be geniuses. You we just, just showed up here and it was yeah, like, this is what are you doing today? Oh, is this a podcast studio? Yeah. <laughs> I told you like an hour ago or something. I was like, hey, man, don't we have to leave in like an hour? And he looked at me like, like a deer in headlights. Like, <laughs> oh. <laughs> it's like, that is today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> like stone cold sober. Like. Yeah. <laughs> well, do you guys plan to make music until you're dead? Yeah. 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 Hell yeah. Mm -hmm. I'd probably die if I didn't make music, so. Might yeah. as well make it till you die, then. Yeah. Hopefully I die soon. <laughs> it's getting really exhausting. Yeah, I got nothing else going for me. really live long enough. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, with the climate and everything acting right? up, uh, who can really say? Got a snowflake, that shit's nice. Yeah. <laughs> get that out of here. Come on there, libtard. Get the hell out of here. That shit, grow your lava lamps, man. You know how much that's affecting the environment right now? Just that one lava lamp. Is that leather? God damn it. <laughs> this is pleather. This is from a fake cow. Oh, so so it's plastic. Great. <laughs> Even better. <laughs> this is made from pure petroleum. <laughs> <laughs> this is oil. this is an oil hat. This is an oil man's hat. All right, hey, it looks like it. Yeah, take my hat off to you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, you guys look amazing. Thanks. Especially the hat. I guess. Thank say. you. Yeah. Oh, and the push. overalls. Good aesthetic. I'm digging the overalls. Thanks, man. It's like we. I think on Friday, Ryan said he's definitely on board for this. We're going to dress like the Cowboys. He did say he was going to. What's on record now that he said you I guess I'm doing it. I guess we have to plan on doing that now. Hey, I dress like a cowboy all the time in my free time. They'll be there in the trunk. Anyway. Now we'll probably dress like Cowboys on Friday. Yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Sir, what's about. a theatrical element of some sort. You know, and I just wanted to say a couple words about the record, too. And I've been saying this all over the internet, all over the blogs. You know, we got Rolling Stone reaching out to us. The message remains the same, which is that we're really looking to to form a union 
between the psychedelic experience and the experience of being a farmer because <laughs> there's so much overlap in there that gets overlooked you know what i mean when you overlook the overlap you, you start to see some really crazy things so uh, you know, you're sitting there with your pail, you're milking the cow, and that 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 milk, the cream starts to rise, and that that pattern, you know, you start to see a reflection in there, a dreamy reflection of yourself, mm-hmm. and when you reflect on that, you know, that's where true insight comes from, the true uh, feedback into to, to being in this world, and. Um, we're just really trying to bring more attention to that, you know. Oh, yeah, it's like I always say. Why do DMT when you could just stare at a pail of milk? Chop some wood. There you go. I don't need mushrooms. I got some morels I found out in the timber. <laughs> 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 and, <laughs> fuck your Xanax, man. Give me an axe and a pile of wood, man. <laughs> fucking stress-free. The only acid I'm worried about is the the acid buildup in my esophagus <laughs> from all the damn bush light I'm drinking, you know? <laughs> bush latte. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, uh, that's what I wanted to say about the record. Well, that's great. Very nice. Yeah. Well, thank you both for being here. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for having thanks us. For having I know us. I gotta let you go soon. You gotta get back to hunting. Mm-hmm. Get back out there. I mean, food's not gonna put itself on the table. Am I right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, one more thing. One more. Stay milky. I have to say that. Stay, stay milky. Stay milky. Come out with merch. Stay milky or something. Or? We're gonna have a shirt. Yeah. We're gonna have a shirt. Yeah, we're right gonna now. have a shirt. We'll have one shirt for sale. Our first shirt. For sale. One shirt for sale. $150. Ooh, that's so, cheap. I was that's, thinking 250 That's a good deal. It's a good deal. <laughs> we'll have milk vision glasses, too. Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, milky vision. You pretty... should sell your own glass glass bottles of milk or something. I think we could. I don't my think we idea, could because it's at Rostock's. They wouldn't I let thought us. About it. We thought about making some, putting some, crushing up some B vitamins and putting in some milk. My idea was <laughs> what the dream milk was to me, and I can't speak for these guys, but what the dream milk was to me was just regular whole milk mixed with NyQuil and DayQuil. Like you pour equal parts into that, about 50% that concoction, the rest whole milk. That's how you get the dream milk. Mm. That was my idea. I, uh, it makes I, so much sense. Talk to Bennett Ross talks. He was not on board for that. <laughs> Cause minors, you know? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, real quick. Uh, so Dream Milk is being released on different platforms on the 27th, 927? Only on CD. Only on CD. Only okay. on CD. So if you want this shit, Ross Talks, 927. Yeah. Yep. Also some copies at Ragged. Okay. Next mm-hmm. door to Ross Talks. And so. uh, you said it mentioned something about it hitting Spotify. Is that when it's going to probably... It'll hit yeah, got all streaming platforms sometime early October. October. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Hell yes, boys. Yes, indeed. Hell yeah. Thank you again. Thanks for having us, Cody. Thanks, Thanks for us. Stay milky. It's a blast. Stay milky.